Okay, everybody. Rise and shine. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. This being the last podcast of the week, since we are not doing a podcast tomorrow on Thanksgiving or the day after on Black Friday, we decided as we celebrate Thanksgiving, it is only right to invite my two brothers onto the podcast for the first time for two second tunes. In what's trending today, I have a great gift idea that all the influencers love. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. And I'm Carla Marie. Today is Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. The Core Four. The four headlines you need to know. This story is unfortunately still developing, so we don't have all of the details yet. But overnight last night, there was a shooting in Chesapeake, Virginia. Police say, according to a scanner, there were at least three confirmed deaths. But in a follow-up police report, they said the death toll is likely less than 10. So right now we're looking at 3 to 10, unfortunately. Like I said, we are still gathering details, but this story did break overnight. And it is unclear at this point what the motive behind the shooting was. There's new information emerging about the shooting at an LGBTQ club in Colorado Springs, Colorado. When reports first came out, we knew club goers had stopped the shooter from causing any more harm. But now we know who they are, Richard Fierio and Thomas James. Richard is an army vet who spent 15 years in the military and had deployments in Iraq and Afghanistan. He was at the club with his wife, daughter, and his daughter's boyfriend, watching the drag queen performance of one of his daughter's friends. While his family survived, his daughter's boyfriend did not. When the shooting began, Richard said he went into combat mode. He charged at the shooter, who was wearing full body armor, and pulled into the ground, causing the shooter's rifle to fly out of reach. But he had a pistol on him, which he went to use, but Richard grabbed from him and began hitting him with it. That's when Richard yelled for one of the drag queens, Thomas, to start stomping the shooter with her high heels. When the police arrived at the scene, they actually tackled Richard, handcuffed him, and put him in the back of the police car. They saw him covered in blood and thought he was the shooter. They eventually let him go and Richard went to the hospital where his wife and daughter received treatment for their injuries. The information we have about the shooter is that he was previously charged with felony menacing and first-degree kidnapping after allegedly making a bomb threat against his own family last year. His family dropped charges, which is why he was able to buy the guns he used in the shooting. If you filed your taxes online in the last couple of years, there's a very good chance Facebook now has all of your sensitive personal and financial information. According to the website The Markup, sites like TurboTax, H&R Block, and TaxSlayer were using a product by Facebook's parent company called Pixel. And this is not to be confused with Google's line of Pixel products like their phones and their earbuds. But by using Meta's version of Pixel on their websites, They've been sending sensitive personal and financial information directly to Facebook. The report claims that Meta can then use that information to power its advertising algorithm. And if you used those services and you're wondering what information may have been passed along to Facebook, the report claims that information like phone numbers, income, tax refunds, addresses, investments, and a bunch of other things could be sent directly to Meta. And the Pixel tool can be used on any website, but the reason this is such a big deal is because the amount of sensitive data that's contained in our tax documents. The interesting thing here is that even if you don't have a Facebook account, your info 
was still likely tracked and documented and sent to Facebook if you used those companies, and the ads would then be targeted to your device that you filed on. An investigation into the sexual abuse of minors at Baltimore-area Catholic parishes over an 80-year period has identified 158 priests who subjected more than 600 children to sexual abuse and physical torture. The investigation took the attorney general's office four years to complete. They compiled their filings into a 463-page report. According to the filing, for decades, survivors were reporting sexual abuse by Catholic priests, and for decades, the church covered up the abuse to protect its congregation. In some situations, kids were reporting to priests who were also predators. It's also believed that though they found 600 victims, there could be hundreds more. Of the 158 priests, 115 of them were prosecuted for sex abuse, but 43 have not been publicly identified or prosecuted. Victims want their justice and the public wants their names published. Yesterday, the Supreme Court surprised a lot of people by clearing the way for the Treasury Department to hand over former President Donald Trump's tax documents over to Congress. The House of Representatives Ways and Means Committee has been trying to get a hold of the documents since 2019 after Trump became the first president in over 40 years not to release his taxes after announcing his first presidential campaign. But here's where things get interesting and, yes, political. Democrats have been trying to get their hands on these documents for about three years. The Supreme Court, which has three justices that were appointed by Trump, are finally making the documents available but it might be too little too late for the Democrats as their final month in control of the House of Representatives approaches. In January, Republicans, many of whom are loyal to Donald Trump, will take over the House. So Democrats have a little more than a month to flip through five years of tax records from 2015 to 2020 in an effort to find and reveal any unusual or improper accounting. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. A rare endangered bird that hasn't been seen in 140 years was just caught on video in Papua New Guinea. The last time the black-naped pheasant pigeon was seen was in 1882, but an expedition team known as Search for Lost Birds has been on Ferguson Island for a month looking for the bird. The Search for Lost Birds is a collaboration of three conservation and bird groups One of them was founded by Leonardo DiCaprio. The group set up cameras on parts of the island where hunters reported hearing the bird, and they saw it. The bird is on the critically endangered list, and as of July 2021, it's estimated their population was only 50 to 249. The spotting of the black-naped pheasant pigeon is obviously great news because conservation can be done to make sure this bird has everything it needs to thrive and hopefully get off the endangered list. Four days left. That is it. In four days, the run of limited edition You Look Great gear ends. The store closes up and we start to fulfill all of the orders. All of the limited edition beanies, hoodies, crewnecks, and You Look Great ugly Christmas sweater designs will be gone the next time you hear this podcast. So before it's too late, and your inbox gets flooded with Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals to distract you, head over to youlookgreat.co, 
Take your pick. The beanies come in over a dozen styles. The crew necks are super comfortable, according to literally everyone that has one. And for every two items you order, you get a free ugly Christmas sweater Christmas tree ornament. Time is running out. Only four days left. So make sure you check out youlookgreat.co today. Think quick. It's Two Second Tunes. Two Second Tunes is a game where we play, you guessed it, two seconds of a song, and our contestants have to give us the correct title and artist of that song. Whoever scores the most points wins. Today's a, a very special day. Yes, yeah, some special guests. Yesterday, we celebrated the holidays, Carla Marie, with your sister and her husband. Correct. Today, we are celebrating with my two younger brothers, Michael and Justin. Aww. Good morning, guys. Good morning. And as you can tell, our voices are kind of similar. Very similar. Which is why today, as we do bands of brothers oh. in two second tunes, all of these bands will have at least a pair of brothers. Carla Marie is actually going to take over hosting duties, playing all the songs. <laughs> that way it doesn't sound like I'm just talking to myself for the next eight minutes. Okay. Who's going to go first, Anthony? I will pick Justin to go first, mainly because Justin always gives me little critiques of the podcast every morning, so I know that he listens every day. That's So more- he is the podcast's favorite brother. That would make me not like him. No, see, I, I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I think you guys are running pure perfection over there. That's why. Thank no you, notes. Michael. Thank you. All it's right. Constructive criticism. <laughs> Justin, the youngest of the brothers, are you ready for your first two-second tune? Yes, I am. Uh, wow. Uh, Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. Black Parade. Oh, wait, welcome to the Black Parade. Welcome to the Black Parade. What my is your Romance. okay? Welcome to the Black Parade. My Chemical Romance is your final answer. Final answer. Two final points. Answer. Well done. I'm not used to doing this part. <laughs> All right, Michael, are you ready for your first two second tune? I am. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like waiting for the drop right now. Uh, Oh my God. Am I really going to get shut out? I think I might. I I, (gasps) am blanking. It's the pressure, the limelight. Oh, Justin, can you steal points from your older brother? Okay. So it's the anthem and I can never remember. I'm going to go with some 41. The anthem. Some blink 182. Blink 182. Give us one of them. Hold on. Hold on. Blink 182. Okay, well, neither of those are correct, but you do get one point. It's the anthem. Good, Charlotte. You know, Benji and Joel? Benji and Joel were the brothers in that. And in My Comical Romance, you had Gerard and Mikey Way as the brothers in that band. Interestingly enough, and I think most of our family knows this. This isn't new information. Justin's probably the smartest of the three brothers. Yeah. But I did not anticipate him having a three nothing lead when it comes to pop culture things (laughs) over Michael. So as we enter round two, Justin has a commanding three nothing lead. All right, Justin, here's your first clue in round two. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to do a shot in the dark because I have no idea what this is and just say it's the handsome brothers. Do you have a title? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. One point because it's Hanson Oompa. <laughs> that I hurts mean, my heart though. That is debatable because he said it's the Hanson brothers, which is not oh, the name shoot. of the group. I got so excited. I, he's a lawyer. He'll he'll understand the technicality. Take Actually, you're right. 
I don't know if we can give him that point because it's not the Hanson. They are the Hanson brothers, but the name of the group is not the Hanson oh! brothers. So, Carla Marie, this is a family affair. You're an outside uh, force here. Okay, well, we can't give it to Michael then. We just said no. the answer. Oh, you're right. Zero points oh there. Oh, my God. This uh, is like a real Thanksgiving dinner. comeback's alive, baby. All right. The comeback still lives. And uh, as we go into Michael's part of round two, the score is still 3 nothing. Go Sorry, for it. Justin. All right, Michael, here you go. Jonas Brothers, that's what makes you beautiful? <laughs> the Jonas Brothers. Okay, well, you get one point because it's Jonas Brothers. You're 3,000. So, uh, that is the Jonas Brothers, unfortunately. Here's where we stand in round three. As we get ready for round three, Justin has a 3-1 advantage over Michael. But wow. if Justin doesn't pick up any points here, he leaves the door open for Michael to tie or win the game. No pressure. Justin, here is your final two-second tune. <laughs> Uh, okay, I know it's staying alive. The Bee Gees? Staying alive. The Bee Gees. Two points. Wow. 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 The upset that nobody saw coming. Justin. Did Justin just win? Is the champion with a score of five to one. Congratulations, Justin. I am shocked right now. Anthony? I don't get a cue to make it more uh, redeemable. You know what? It's the holiday season. Let's see what Michael would have done with <laughs> his last myself clue. Deeper. <laughs> okay, Michael. Wait, here is your again? here's your consolation two second tune. I want you back, Jackson. Five. Two points. What'd you say, Justin? Isn't it just "Want You Back"? It's no, it's, I want, it's right? "I Want You Back." Is but the name of the oh, song. Okay. The Jackson. Take your points five. away from Justin. <laughs> <laughs> it's so the Jackson. Five. Hypothetically, the score would have been five to three, but it wasn't. In reality, it was five <laughs> to one. So, Justin, congratulations again, <laughs> and to all the families out there. As we take a break for Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully, you get to spend it with some family and friends this weekend. Love you guys. Love you. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. Hey, you guys. Movie nerds, if you've got an extra $1.7 million laying around, you could be the proud new owner of the iconic house from the Goonies. The movie came out in 1985 and became an instant classic, but the old Victorian house in Astoria, Oregon, was built back in 1896 and overlooks the Columbia River where it meets the Pacific Ocean. According to the Zillow listing, you can own the house that's, quote, fully loaded with history, nostalgia, and iconic levels of fame. The listing agent has said there are a few interested buyers already. So if you feel like buying an iconic house from an iconic movie, you better get your offer in quick. But be prepared for Goonies Day on June 6th every year if you do decide to buy it, where thousands of fans descend on Astoria, Oregon to celebrate the movie. You might be getting annoyed hearing us talk about the You Look Great store and how there's only four days left to shop, but I'm telling you, and I know Anthony has said this as well, every time we do one of these pre-order sales, the day after the sale ends, we get hit up by so many people saying, oh, but can I please put it in order? I really wanted to get this, blah, blah, blah. 
So that's why we go crazy trying to get it out there in as many ways as possible. If you go to youlookgreat.co between now and Sunday, you can put in a pre-order. After Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific time, you can no longer order from this collection during this time. So Sunday is your last chance to get You Look Great holiday prints for you and the kids, beanies, crewnecks, zip-ups. Head to youlookgreat.co to shop now. Oh, and don't forget, for every two items you purchase, you get a free ornament. Youlookgreat.co. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop. On Monday, I mentioned how a few government entities announced they might be looking into the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster debacle from last week. And yesterday, in a joint announcement, Democrat Amy Klobuchar and Republican Mike Lee said the Senate's antitrust panel will officially be looking into Ticketmaster. And we said this when it was all going down last week. Do not mess with Taylor Swift and the Swifties. They will always win. Currently, there's no date yet for when the Senate's antitrust committee will hold the hearing. But here's a quote from Senator Klobuchar. The high fees site disruptions and cancellations that customers experienced shows how Ticketmaster's dominant market position means the company does not face any pressure to continually innovate and improve. We will hold a hearing on how consolidation in the live entertainment and ticketing industry harms customers and artists alike. And on top of that, Taylor Swift's team has come out and said they worried that Ticketmaster wouldn't be able to hold up their end of the deal, but there was simply nowhere else for them to go. And Ticketmaster, in their response to the Swifties and the Senate, that's a weird sentence just to even think about, claim that Ticketmaster's share of the primary ticketing service market is due to the large gap that exists between the quality of the Ticketmaster system and the next best option. It's kind of hard to believe that I'm talking about an antitrust hearing in the Senate in PopStop, but here we are. 2022 has been mighty weird. The fifth installment of Indiana Jones movies comes out next year, and it will use technology that no other Indiana Jones movie has used before. That's de-aging technology. Harrison Ford, who plays Indiana Jones, is now 80 years old. And there's a scene in this new movie that's supposed to look like it was something from the original movie. And obviously, it wasn't filmed back then, and Harrison Ford doesn't look the same. In this scene, it's him fighting Nazis in a castle in 1944. So they used old footage of Harrison Ford to help create the illusion along with his original jacket from the first Indiana Jones. Now, other movies that use de-aging technology are The Irishman with Robert De Niro and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 with Kurt Russell. And if you remember that one, Kurt Russell looks a little weird. But according to Harrison Ford, this technology is going to look awesome. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. If you've been on the internet in the last few months, you've probably seen what I'm talking about in today's What's Trending, but you maybe haven't thought twice about buying it. I'm here to tell you that you need it. It's a 40-ounce stainless steel tumbler with a straw, and it's from the company called Stanley. And Instagram influencers go nuts over this. I'm telling you, every one of them I see posting with this tumbler. Now, what is so great about it? Well, obviously it's 40 ounces, which is great. People love the straw. The lid kind of locks in so it doesn't leak and the handle. It has a handle, which people love. Plus the bottom of the cup is smaller than the top, so it fits 
into cup holders, which is obviously always nice. But it also keeps your hot drinks hot for seven hours, your cold drinks cold for 11. And if you put ice in there, it stays iced for two days. It also comes in a bunch of cute colors. I linked it at themorningshowpodcast.com. And if you saw this tumbler a few months ago, just a heads up, they upgraded it this past September. So this one's even better. <laughs> Go to themorningshowpodcast.com. The Morning Show Podcast. Every morning. Every morning. I listen to With Carla Marie and Anthony. We want to take this time to make sure you understand how thankful we are for you. We couldn't keep doing the Morning Show podcast if you didn't share it, you didn't rate it, you didn't review it, you didn't tell your friends about it, and if you didn't sign up to play a game. Thank you for whatever time, whatever like, whatever button you clicked to help support this podcast. We really do appreciate you, and we hope you do have a great time with your family tomorrow on Thanksgiving, even if they drive you crazy. And we thank them every day, but as always... Thank you very much to Lauren Ray, who's the voice of this podcast, Jason Burrows, who creates all of the sound effects and stuff you hear between all of our segments, and Mike Meredith, who did a phenomenal job creating the Morning Show Podcast logo. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast.